Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Take it away, Katie. I'll take it away. Calgon, take me away. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Opinions That Don't Matter. I'm Katie. I'm Sean. And we're here to talk about things that our opinions don't matter about. Roxy is asleep at our feet. She's been acting real weird. I'm going to open it with puppy parlance if you're okay. So my mom has her dog Charlotte with her visiting. And Roxy still does not speak dog. Charlotte does not have interest to play with her or to be booped by her. But she continues to try to boop and to try to play. Even though we try to correct the behavior, get her to do something else. Well, I think what's going on is there's a bit of jealousy between the two dogs or, mm-hmm. uh, you know, they, they look at privileges, I mm-hmm. think. So one dog is uh, a little small. Yeah. And she's climbing all over the furniture and Roxy is not allowed on the furniture. So we but have one a, dog weighs 12 pounds and our dog weighs 52 pounds. Yeah. And one has, you know, really sharp nails. So anyways, long story short, last night I let her up for just a second and then I think what happened is in her mind, she cracked the code. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can get on, on the furniture. But we have them covered in blankets because of my mom's dog. And we have a leather couch and she'll just shred it. So we have it all covered. So we're like, okay, well, she can come up for a second. But now she just thinks she can go every, yeah. anywhere. The privilege has been we rescinded. We should never have. Yeah. I rescind it. I rescind the privilege. Um, but oh, other than that, they're getting along. Okay. No. <laughs> it's a nightmare. It's just, it's constant. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, it's and dogs. I'm hoping she'll grow out of it. Christoph has said, you know, everybody's told me that they kind of grow out of it. Even my friends with dogs are like, you know, it takes two years for them to stop chewing up random things, which she has never done, really. It takes two to tango. I learned that in Lady it, and the Tramp. But then it's like four years before they are like relaxed. Right. Well, anyways, they're good on a walk together, but other than that, they don't Or hunting cooperate. together. Yes. If there was something out, I think it's dead or gone, but there was something that was under our porch. I I suspect it was a rat. Uh, But anyway, they like banded together to kill the thing. Other than that, they did a mortal enemies. And then when it was over, they went back to fight. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's it's a thing. Um, But other than that, she's been fine. But I was thinking we might want to take her to daycare so she can get her, her yagas out. She's not allowed to go into daycare. No, a different one. Try a new one. They don't know her yet. <laughs> right. Anyways, so that's been our life. Also, I've just been feeling, I'm just going to, I'm going to vent a little. Hang with me. I've been feeling like I'm just behind on everything and there's not enough hours or concentration in my brains to make it happen. Does anybody else feel this way? Stretch it out. Slow it down. 
make your uh, your goals you can still be your goals, but give yourself a longer runway to get to them. Yeah, but some things have Don't, deadlines, you know. They're self-imposed deadlines. Oh, I mean, yes and no, but I got shit to do. I'm working on my book proposal. We're going to launch a new workshop. Stay tuned. And we have videos, you know, and things. So it's a lot. Yeah. I've got a mountain of work on my desk. and But, you know, you know people are here to listen to me complain. Construction so. complaints, should we call? I don't know who to file those complaints with. Who do we file? Uh, if you tell us where to send the complaints. Yeah. Roll it real tight really and tight. stuff it in the mm -hmm, mm -hmm. trash. No, it's all Anyways, good. I'm just... Uh, our studio build is still happening. Yeah. I'm up at to tell you six o'clock in the morning, which I, that's fine. I'm not here to complain. A lot of people get up at six in the morning. I'm not the best morning He doesn't go to person. bed at uh, a reasonable Last night time. was midnight. I was fine. No, I went to bed at midnight. Yeah, I was right behind you. He always does that. It means like an hour and a half. No, last night was pretty close. <laughs> anyway. I am suspicious. Um, and we've been getting a lot of rain here in Austin. It's been nice. Well, I I'm mean. I'm just transitioning. I love the rain. I do. It's so nice. And that's made it hard to get out of bed too because it's like dark. Also, to the time change. Speaking of which, a member of our community that I was just chatting with, she was saying that they voted to stop. Rain? No. The time change. Oh, yeah. They Next talk year. about that all the time. Next year, 2023, it starts. They've suspended. Where? Everywhere in the States. Oh, okay. But do they do it elsewhere in the world? They do it in Australia and they do it in Canada. I know that. But, you know, let's. what about Zimbabwe? I don't know. Anybody out there? Do they do it where you? I think do they do it in the, um, like Europe and stuff? I don't know. My Zimbabweans, tell me, is that what but you call people pe from Zimbabwe? I don't know, honey. I've only known of people when Zemanites? I was Zemanites, Zimbabweans. No, sounds know. like a science. Um, but do you guys have it? The time change, meaning daylight savings time. Do you have that where you are? I honestly call it seasonal affective disorder, personally. In the fall, when you fall back that hour, it's it, hard to get back up again. Mm -hmm. I just can't get back up. But it means that then the sun, instead of going down at like 730, and your sister and I were talking about this last night, all of a sudden it goes from 730, the sun going down to like five o'clock. Somehow one hour translates into, you know, like two and a half. <laughs> the sun's like. Heliocentric fuck. math works in wonders. Mm. You know, it's, it's an interesting science. It's like the sun's like. Fuck this, I'm out. Bye. And then you're like, why is it already dark? It's time to go to bed. And it's like 530. Speaking of the sun. Yes. You know, I geek out on science-y articles that you I do. don't understand, by the way. But I love reading them anyway. That's why we have Ben. Ben helps us make sense of things. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, I was reading about a star that it's the, the biggest explosion that's been recorded so far. And stars are all explosions, correct? Um, no, stars are... I don't know if all of them are, but they're, they're reactions. On fire? Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a, like a nuclear reaction, I think. Uh, nuclear. Nuclear. But the, the largest one ever, 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 mm -hmm. as far as, as long as we've been looking anyways, uh, just happened. And wow, it was a big one. This, we're wrong. So a star Fusion? is an astronaut. Are you just throwing out science words? No, it's. it's star uh, is an astronomical object comprising of luminous cephaloid of plasma held together by its gravity. The nearest star to the Earth is the sun. Yeah, but it's uh, it's also on fire, right? Like, well, it's a luminous cephaloid. Uh, I'm going to look up spheroid? what it is. Spheroid? Spheroid. It's round. Spheroid, also known as ellipsoid of revolution or rotational ellipsoid, is a quadratic. Could they use any worse words? 
is a quadratic surface obtained by rotating an ellipse about one of its principal axes. In other words, in other words, this round object Globe. with two equal is is uh, circular has circular symmetry. So it's a ball. Why don't they just say things more normally? It's just I'm already annoyed. It's like a rugby ball, is what it looks like to me. Mm. That's when it's uh, a spheroid is rotating on its axis. You guys, like somebody. I think all planetary objects are uh, spheroids. 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 There's also star catalogs that astronomers have assembled. Oh. So is that, that the known you, stars. If I wanted to name a star after you. Oh, you can do that, you know. I know, but does it go to their catalog? Probably not. Oh. I'm pretty sure like 75,000 other people. You think there's just star. one person that just is like taking down the entries? Oh, right. we got another sale. Oh, this one's Phil. <sighs> we should Phil. start selling stars. To Phil from Susie. I'm sorry. Uh, that star's already been taken. Would you care for mm -hmm. Alpha Zeta Reticuli? This is what I was um, thinking of. A star's life begins with the gravitational collapse of a gaseous nebula. Does Again, the stork then bring it to the mommy and daddy? Yes, After? but only if the mommy and daddy have fallen in on each other. Uh -huh. Oh, ha ha, boom. Um, so a gaseous nebula of material composed primarily of hydrogen along with he helium and trace amounts of heavier elements. Oh. So that's it. Ba -ba and then when does the fusion happen? Because that's the engine, right? That's going on. The, the uh... I don't see anything about this. It says its total mass. So the total mass of the star is the main factor in determining its evolution and its eventual fate. Because some of them burn out or oh, yeah. whatever. A star shines for most of its active life due to the thermonuclear fusion of hydrogen into helium. There you go. So it's the hydrogen it's very easy, that's kids. in its core. Yeah. This process releases energy that transverses the star's interior and radiates it out. And then when it collapses space. on itself, then it becomes a... Uh, a black hole? Maybe. You know. I think they just photographed a black hole too, which was fascinating. Anyways, so the, this- they, <laughs> We got off on a tangent. They had the big explosion. That mm -hmm. was a big one. And then in the same article, they were talking about the size of some of these um, objects. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, these spheroids. Yeah. Yeah, these spheroids are very, very big. No, uh, like 100,000 times larger than ours. And ours is big, pretty fucking big compared to the earth. Can you our, imagine- What do you mean ours? Oh, our sun. Oh, it's the sun. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Ours is fun. pretty uh, boring, by the way, from what they, the way they describe it. Um, it's like a, a common in a boring part of the galaxy. <laughs> well, I think galaxy boring is good, and that's why we don't cook. Yeah, yeah, that's good. It doesn't right? fart out a lot of. I don't really uh, want it. Like, I don't want to be dangerous gamma rays. The Earth shouldn't be a rotisserie, you know. Welcome to Science Chat <laughs> with your host. Uh, I know we need Sue, Science Wanker, and Ben to like weigh in on all the shenanigans we've just said. Yeah. So anyway, okay. there was a huge explosion. What else? Oh, uh, a huge, huge explosion and mm, not much else was happening in space. It was kind mm. of a boring week for it. I oh. mean, there's, you know, some stuff, uh, some objects. And there was a meteor shower somewhere. And <laughs> there was like a But we've been getting wind. rain finally here. And that's been wonderful. Yeah. It's, it's fantastic. I love the rain. I was thinking we don't have enough rain noise coming into the house though. So mm -hmm. hear me out on this. Mm -hmm. I was thinking about making a, a, a rain enhancing device, mm -hmm. which would basically be a post that sticks in the soil. Okay. And on top of the post, I would take like a, a sheet of tin mm -hmm. 
you know, a four by like four. Like a small tin roof? Yeah, exactly. A mm-hmm. portable tin roof. But we just put it outside the window so you hear it. It'd be... I mean, you might and, as well just make an eave over our window just to make it useful, I suppose. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's that. <laughs> but I just thought a stick mm-hmm. that, you, you know, you plant in the garden and you can lift it up. You plant it, a stick in the garden? We, you hope you, that it grows? You put the... Po- yes, exactly. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. that's not a very good device, but I could probably go on Shark Tank and make a million with that. They're, no, they're, I'm looking to raise $100 million. They have a lot of questions that you wouldn't have answers to. It's a drug <laughs> that gives your girlfriend worms. Have you guys seen, is that brain candy is up or is it just yeah. one of the kids in the hall? Brain candy. Brain candy. Highly recommend. Um, speaking of shows, we've been, I've been watching a new show. Have you watched any new shows? I've heard of a few things. First of all, I'll give out some recommendations that I've heard from my friends that I have not checked out yet. Cabinet of Curiosities is coming hot. A lot of people are talking about it. Harriet was telling me how great it is. What is it? Is it sci-fi? Is it uh, uh, romance? Rom-com? What, what I think we... it's like mystery. Ooh. But I don't know for sure. And then we've been told, and even Christina just told me the other day, she's like, have you watched what we do in the shadows or whatever? Oh, and yeah. everybody's told us and we haven't watched it. Is it on HBO? Is that well, the why? movie was fantastic. So the, she's talking about the TV show? I don't know. I think so. She said, have you watched it? But that could have mean, I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. That's a good question. I didn't know there were two things. She said it was funny. Does that change the thing? Tell you what I do in the shadows. Hmm. I jump out at people. Mm. Sean, you're so easy to scare. I know. Um, so anyway, but I've been watching The Sinner. And I have to be honest, it is an amazing show. You haven't wanted to get into it for whatever reason. But mm. it's one of those where... That you're con- they're slowly but surely revealing more of the backstory or of characters and you're like huh, what what like every single episode you're like shocked if are you, you like talk about it on your regular uh, on, on your regular videos would no. this be a show that you would no. discuss no no because they cut us off they don't let us do that anymore mm. if you guys don't know what i'm talking about whenever you show clips of any shows they like don't allow you to do it. What if you did a react video on um, TikTok? Can you do it there? Maybe, but you can't really show any clips. Oh, okay. so anyways, um, so there we've, I've been watching that. So if you're looking for something, although I will admit the first season, if you have any kind of like sexual trauma, don't watch it because it might be a little like oh, a little triggering, not because it happens in there, but I think there could be certain situations in which you'd be like, you know, so. Why is it? I think so. In that, I'll just back that up. Yes. Um, you that that happened around a cult. Is that correct? That's that the second. Fir- season. Oh, I thought it was the first season. No, the first season is Jessica Beale, who's an executive producer on the show. She's the main character, Cora, hmm. and you're just learning about her. Okay. So yeah, never mind. It's I've- very good. I highly recommend. Honestly, the first season is probably the most like, <gasps> and then yeah, but. The third is my least favorite. This is The Sinner? Mm-hmm. How many uh, seasons are we four. on? Four. And there's eight episodes per season. Are they going to, is it done after four? I don't know. This They just released it. So oh. I don't know if they're going to, they signed up for season five yet. Mm. It came off of USA and Netflix picked it up. So it must've been doing well. And who's the lead character? Is that Yule Brenner? Mm, I don't think so. Hold uh, on. Uh, Madoff? Bernie Madoff? <laughs> no. Okay. Bill Pullman. Oh, yeah, that's it. I was like, I'm not going to be able to pull it from my, my brains. 
But yeah, so Bill Pullman, he's the main character in all of them. He's the detective that you're following. Yeah, he's such a good actor. I always get him mixed up for some reason in my head with uh, uh, Bill Paxton. And he passed away. But He passed away? Yeah, unfortunately. He's so nice. Nice guy. Did you meet him at the Newport Beach Film Festival? I did. Several years in a row. He would uh, he would come by and be like, Sean. No, that's not true. <laughs> but uh, we did talk to him quite a bit. So, How did he die already? Wasn't he young? I think he had a massive uh, okay, uh, died. heart attack or something. Holy uh, shit. Yeah. I know. He was 2017. Yeah. And he's like in his 50s mm-hmm. or something. <sighs> Too young. Yeah, he was 61. I think everyone should get at least 100 years. At least a hundred. Because well, you want to start pe- figuring yourself out when you're in your I mean, 70s. some people shouldn't get a hundred years, like, you know, like Jeffrey Dahmer or some shit like that. Oh, no. He should get a hundred years. What would you do if you if you could catch a serial killer before they do anything? There's a lot of uh, ethical questions about that. What would you do with it? Or yeah, it? like if you, like this, I would love to hear people's takes on this because a lot of, there's a lot of conversation in the psychological community slash ethics community. Mm-hmm. And if you take an ethics course, I'm sure they've posed some of these questions. It's almost like the, what's that ethical question that they always pose about the the train? And it's like you could kill one person that you know or five people you don't know. Oh, yeah. You, you switch tracks. Mm-hmm. At the last I, second, you have to pull the lever. Mm-hmm. Didn't they do that on The Good Place? Yes. And they screwed it up every time? Well, it's just always different and the outcome always sucks. There's mm. essentially saying there's no, sometimes there's no right choice to make. Right. But there's an ethical question. I don't remember where this came from, but around if you could, around the, the thought or the question of if you could find Stalin or Jeffrey Dahmer or the Green River Killer or any number of bad people in the world. There's been quite a few, right? Hitler, for example. Um, if you could find them when they're like a child. Oh. Should you kill them? No. No, because you don't know where, you know, at what point they mm-hmm. become a bad person. So I'm sure this is going to be controversial. But people are saying, and, and I understand your yeah. side, but people are saying that you know they're going to be who they are, who they've become. Yeah, but then what if you get it wrong? Mm-hmm. You know, so at some point, let's say time travel is possible mm-hmm. and you you go down the wormhole well, or that's whatever. that's kind of the question. If you go back in time and find them, should you just kill them then? Yeah, in Quantum Leap, you would go back in time to set things right. Mm-hmm. But... What well, was right according to him or according to fix that news so the newspaper so no yeah. that's early edition sorry what I not do. quantum leap I watched early edition oh same type of idea continue sorry no I you know I just don't know if you you don't know when the person becomes bad or if they're bad from the beginning but mm-hmm. the things they're doing that are bad are kind of benign like was Hitler always a douche I don't know you know but he became um, a pretty bad dude horrible so, horrible horrible person but I, I hey it's a moral. Mm-hmm. dilemma but that's question. why it's a moral dilemma yeah no you definitely kill that guy you know but but, but, that's, but that, you don't kill a kid i mean you don't know well no but you have to so then Oops, the, we got the wrong eight off sorry but, so then the argument would be so you have to wait for them to hurt somebody else before you take action or they have to do something bad before you take action and yeah. people are like oh no kill him you know but then other people and i don't know to be honest in my own brain i i don't know hmm. yeah because again they're what's the margin of error no, this is like 0%. Like, you know that they're going to do it. It's like you're going back in time. Oh. That you know that that's Hitler. Yeah, you, you probably have to do it. I mean, mm-hmm. sound callous, but uh, hey, you know. I mean, people who torture and kill other people, sh- but he didn't do it alone. So oh, would no. someone else rise up? No, you'd have to. If you get that technology, you have to go get all of them, you know. 
it's is that but then it starts to get then who's the mass murderer then you're the one yeah but if you're mass murdering nazis i mean what's the difference you know between so you're like dexter yeah pretty much <laughs> it's tricky guys right like i don't it's hard for me to you know because you could take an easy like yeah kill them obviously they killed thousands of people of course what if you have to do but it, then though? what if because it's almost like we just watched the interview again highly recommend that film so stupid and funny but oh. when when kim jong-un's character is killed the woman stays behind because she's like there's going to be a vacuum for power and i want to make sure it doesn't go to one of his henchmen kind of thing and she rises up so if you do take out a hitler or a stall and now we're talking more like politically people in power kind of thing you want to make sure that you don't leave a vacuum for other because then another person instead of adolf hitler being the one it could have been i don't know you know what i mean his who turned out to be a secondhand man in the Goebbels that piece of shit i don't i don't know but yes yeah but in regular stuff like a like a jeffrey dahmer situation who's his number two serial killers are always you know they don't always have a number two yeah some of them do but not always so then you think well then just take them out and that's a little easier for me because i'm like well they acted alone you could take that out Hmm. this is a fascinating uh topic (laughs) these are things i think about randomly right offing bad people well if you could would you you know or if you could go back even in your own life because i thought about it maybe it's the therapist in me where i'm like well if you could go back and undo that one trauma or that one bad thing the do-over button Mm -hmm. would you could you Mm. and sometimes the answer is of course that was horrible and then other times it's like well no because then i wouldn't have met this person i wouldn't have done it like it changes the course of your life yep you know back to the future was a good film you know it was we watched the adams family oh it's great i had adams family like dreams by the way oh really yeah i mean we also dressed up as gomez and and tisha but um i like it calls her tish i think you should if when we dress up again just call me tish next halloween um anyway uh we watched it and the one who plays uncle fester who i believe in the story is actually uncle fester yeah, I kind of missed that at the end but, of it. They they did the reveal really quickly. Well, it was just a short little thing where he said, it turns out his mom did find him because she said, like, I should have left you or something or right. you've always been a weight on me or whatever. Such an, asshole, such an asshole. But apparently she found him. In the Bermuda Triangle? In some fishing nets. And, but he had amnesia. So right. she just told him that she was his mom and she adopted him and blah, blah. But it actually was Uncle Fester. That was also Doc Brown from but that's Back what, to the Future. But that's where I was going with this. Oh. Connected to Back to he, the Future. He was so good in Taxi. That's the first thing I think oh, I ever really? saw him. Did you watch Taxi, the TV show? It creeped me out. No, oh. no. The the TV show with no. Danny DeVito. No. There are taxi cab drivers back in the day. Tony Danza is in there. Um, Hold me close to Tony Danza. That's right. Should we get into some news items? Let's get into some news. All right. Uh, let's see here. The first thing I saw this week that was really interesting in 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 uh, news mm-hmm. was uh the air force insists that a the penis shaped flight path aimed at russian base uh in syria was not intentional so basically they but if you go out and back it's gonna look phallic right? yeah but they also drew balls <laughs> so <laughs> did they, they yeah they did oh, that's and then they're funny. like no 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 we didn't do it on purpose but they're like the russians are like look dude stop drawing penis flight paths over that's our- so petty and funny Apparently, it's not the first time this has happened, though. Apparently, the the Air Force does this quite often. 
So Sue, is it you? Are you sending the wanker sign to Russia? Right. Hey. Hey. Yeah. So anyways, that's uh, hilarious. I came up with a title. I, I thought you know that some guys are in a plane. They're like, <laughs> oh, yeah. A couple of views and buttheads in the Air Force. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Work the shaft. Wait, 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 wait. Do it again. Um, I die. I yeah. die. So I thought their title was pretty boring. No, Air Force insists penis shape. I, I thought uh, maybe instead of that, we should have said Top Gun or Top Dong. You know, that would be mm, the, you know? We could workshop it more. Okay. Well, we'll move on because that was a <laughs> terrible line. Uh, oh, uh-huh. this next one I called Looking for a Prince. Mm. But um, the, the actual headline is The National Park Service Wants Humans to Stop Licking This Toad. Why mm. would you lick it? Aren't you supposed to kiss the toad? Well, that's it. Are you looking? You know, that's what I thought. Are you looking to catch COVID? Right. Yeah, you're going to make a new COVID. So basically, um, there's a toad, the Sonoran toad. Okay. And where people, is the Sonoran toad? What is so in special? Sonora or something in the Sonoran Desert? Mm. But basically, people uh, go hunting for this toad. See, and they um, oh, like a live toad. Yeah. Is it poisonous? A toad or so. Uh, a toad or so. Well, it secretes. A uh, magical compound. That makes you hallucinate a boyfriend yeah. or a girlfriend. Right. Or a person in your life. Yeah, but you got to kiss a toad first, right? What? So, yeah, it, it secretes um, 5-MeO-DMT. Oh, my and God. Su- I think the 5-MeO version of DMT is super strong. It's also known as like the God molecule or whatever. Yeah, but makes people are balls. getting super high. Yeah, but first you got to lick the toad. Super high. I mean, I'm how, not licking any toads. No, how badly do you want to get high that you got to kiss a toad? You know, also get a like, runner's high, get into running or something. No, right? that's for assholes. Um, why would you? That's so bizarre to me. First of all, even just the thought of licking a slimy animal like a toad or an amphibian—is that what they are? Gross. I know it's probably it's got to be like boogers, right? But then the fact you have to like find them in the wild and like somehow catch them and this poor toad is just like i was licked yesterday give me a break and what if he doesn't have enough of the stuff that they so you're like well that was a dud right right came all this way i don't think you have to do much of the toad i think it's like a little <laughs> just a little taste and what does it do to the toad poor toad i don't think it does much i think it's just like you know it's like whatever an excretion on its skin uh I believe the first time I heard of this, by the way, was Mike. Are Tyson. there plenty of these toads, by the way? Uh, are think, they like extinct? I think or something? Probably there's a bunch of stoners out there, you know, licking some toads. That's what I'm worried about: the safety of our toads. I know. <laughs> Protect our toads. And they're in like the national parks, you know. And so yeah. then you have the park rangers. Hey, you stoner! What are you doing over there? Nothing, man. Yeah. It's got a toad hung hanging from its mouth. We're <laughs> <laughs> just gonna kiss it. Just real quick. <laughs> gross yeah mike tyson was talking about it once and i guess this changed his life dmt and oh. we won't get into dmt or whatever but, but it's interesting if you want to read about it you know it's, it's uh interesting as a way of describing it right well mm-hmm. i've been talking to lots of members of our community who've been trying to wean down on certain medication and increasing in other more natural thing not like dmt but like uh you know getting into the trials with the psilocybin or doing ketamine infusions all obviously you know uh supervised yeah supervised is part of it but i was just going to say like allocated out like uh measured you know not like licking a toad like you're you know what amount you're getting like the milligrams you know what i mean what's the word i'm looking for dosage yeah 
it's dosed out properly. Under How much is a, uh, a first time user going to take? How much do you recommend? Three licks of the toad. There's just, and just the tip of your, just for a second. We don't want to overdo it. Three licks and you can read the thoughts of those around you. Oh, it's like that one show Two with Mel Gibson and where you he die. Can... <laughs> what? Yeah. So a spiritual death, not a. Oh, but I've I've heard from members of our community they're doing that, so it's interesting. So I think people would be interested in DMT, is what I'm saying. Oh, a hundred percent. I mean, so, when you hear people talk about it, you're like, that sounds fascinating. So what did Mike Tyson? How did he do it? He smoked the toad, not the whole toad. Uh, the the did they kill the, him? And then... No, 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 no. The excretion. I think they like. They extract take it? a rolling paper. I don't know. What do they do? They like, I think they just take like a little liquid. Q-tip? Yeah. Q-tip. Maybe that's the way they get it. Uh, and see, then. Is this safe for the toads? I don't know. What are these toads called? Uh, Sonoran toad. Sonor- okay. Continue. So anyway, so he smoked the, the DMT excretion. Yeah. And uh, he, hearing him talk about it was very interesting because he said, listen, um, he has a raging ego and um, he he's very aggressive and this allowed him to uh it, it, he said it humbled him it, it it made him can you imagine licking that thing that's kind of cute that's a sonoran toad a toad of soap a toad of soap what's that from <laughs> oh is that ricky from trailer park Boys? uh-huh it is of course instead it is. of i told you so mm-hmm. yeah. so he's found in northern mexico in the southwestern united states and is notable for exuding toxins from glands within its skin that have psychoactive properties dmt isn't everything by the way, that's another thing. It, the pineal gland, mm-hmm. I believe, produces it. And um, they oh, say... Oh, wow. They admit a weak, low-pitched toot. Me too. That can make someone sick if they touch it or lick it. Oh, interesting. You can lick it. You, can, you can't. You, you might might get sick. Super It's F- one of the largest R-E-A-K. toads. It's one of the largest toads, you guys. Nearly seven inches long. I don't even know. Uh, it's also called the Colorado River Toad. Isn't the Colorado River right here? Maybe we have these in our backyard. We are kind of in south. We're not in Southwest, mm. but we're close to Me- Mexico. It's probably like we used to be part of Mexico. Big Bend National Park or whatever. Or wh- what is that? Yeah, Big Bend. Yeah, big probably over there. It's probably mm-hmm. there. So is a peyote. Yeah, I believe that. What, what, is that on a cactus? I think it's a little baby cactus. Looks like a little a nub uh, we watched it in that how to change your mind oh yeah Netflix the peyote buttons yeah the buttons i was like there was a word they called and it. san jacinto cactus mm-hmm. that's yes. like everyone has it yeah as a I, once i saw that on the thing i was like oh my god was everyone dr- growing drugs in southern california probably you know mm-hmm. they everything's legal there now so people say stop milking the toads or they're going to die out say wildlife conser- conservationists oh it's threatening the survival of the species. Leave the toads alone. Stop milking the toads for the love of God. And I, I believe you can make DMT from other things like mimosa histolis, which is uh, a is bark. That? Oh. Yeah. I'm, Why so, not just like get high on your own supply of air? That's what I'm talking stop about. Stop licking things. Yeah. And also, mm-hmm. I think it's just because it's such a quick fix, you know, but breathing, breathing exercises apparently oh, are yeah. like, get you real high. We talked about this, I think, on the podcast, but we had... Sometimes Sean and I find ourselves in these very strange, especially in LA, maybe now that we're in Texas, it'll be strange in its own way. But over the years, because I think I'd like to think it's because we're just like non-judgmental. We like a lot of people and we're always like, sure, we'll go to your party or thing. We found ourselves in some very cult-like characters. Yeah, kind of woo-woo-wee. Everything from like someone selling crystals 
to a dude who makes this really bizarre art to another dude who does breathing exercises. And we found ourselves in this event eating vegan non-dairy situational food, which was fine and delicious, drinking kombucha, doing some crazy breathing exercises. And you do get high on your own supply. Yeah, at first I thought, oh, they're just going to make you hyperventilate. Like, that's the gimmick. Mm-hmm. But it turned out it was more than that. Like, you, you really find some strange space. And mm-hmm. it, like, chilled me the fuck out. Yeah. I also, I mean, I do yoga. You guys know I've been practicing yoga for, oh, God, I don't know, like 15 years or more. Mm-hmm. And you do, Brian Kest, my favorite uh, yoga instructor, he always says, you'll walk out of here high on, on oxygen. That's what he always says. And you do. You're like... It's interesting, and it's not hyperventilation because in yoga, it's very slow. I mean, you can do the breath of fire where you go, but that's not what we're talking about. But you can still leave like, you just like float on out. Yeah, you hyper-oxygenate. I like it. There you go, kids. Leave the toads alone. Start breathing more. Mm -hmm. Get outside. Stay away from the toads. Yep. Breathe more. No licking toads. But Sue or Ben or anybody do you have any examples? Have you licked to a toad? But more importantly, tell us the reasons that we got high on our own supply, if anybody knows. Mm. I'm interested. Okay. Okay. Uh, speaking of getting baked, uh-huh. uh, let's see here. Two California bakers mm. created a life-size Han Solo out of bread. Oh, wow. Uh, Han Solo may be a hunk, but Pan Solo uh-huh. is a hunk of bread. That's what a bakery in San Francisco Bay Area has done. That's a good, I like that. That's a fun, clickable title. Yeah, I enjoy it. You know, give me some good news. Hunka, hunka. So Mm -hmm. they, uh, it's a six foot tall bread sculpture of the Star Wars character as he appeared after being frozen in carbonite. Why are they doing this though? Is it kind of a waste of things? Only a waste if you don't eat it. Yeah. Like sometimes, you know, when they, you see chefs, they make, oh, we made a 30,000 pound paella. Mm -hmm. You're like, I don't like paella to begin with. 3,000 yeah. pounds, that's a lot of paella. That's a lot of paella. I'm just going to pick through it and get the shrimp. Maybe a little tomato sauce. But I don't want, I don't need all that rice, you know? <laughs> so anyways, check this out. Look what he I looks like. I love the rice. Look, that's, that's the face. So it's pretty accurate. Looks like Han Solo. It's also like shiny. I know. Wow. I, yeah, I think they made like a sheet pancake. They used, a sheet pancake. <laughs> uh, let's see. They probably. So they spent weeks molding it, baking and assembling the life-size sculpture using wood and two types of dough including a type of yeastless dough with a higher sugar content that will last longer. Mm. Wow. See, it says wood, so you can't eat it. No, I think that's just to keep the edges square. Mm. I don't know. Maybe they put frosting on it. Mm. Yeah. Now we're talking. Hans frosting solo. Oh, anyways. Mm. What else is in the news? Oh, uh, can you keep a secret? That one kind of fell flat. <laughs> <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. Can you keep a secret? Of course. You guys, can you keep a secret? Drum roll, please, Katie. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. We have not won the Powerball jackpot. We have not won it. Well, you know why we didn't win it is because we didn't play. Yeah, that's true. You got to buy a ticket. I said it the other day. I was like, we just got to get one ticket. We have driven. We've been to the town where this ticket was bought, though. Where was the ticket bought? The ticket was bought in California in Altadena. (gasps) I've been to Altadena. Right. It's honestly, it feels so different than L.A., And I know if you're not from Los Angeles, you look on a map, you're like, it's not that far. It's far. Mm -hmm. You drive and drive and drive and drive out highways where you're like, does anybody even drive on these highways? And then you find yourself in Pasadena and you're like, I love Pasadena. I've been here before. And you go through it and you're like, I am further and I'm in a place called Altadena where they make milk. It was so cool. I loved Mm -hmm. it. Anyway, so there's somebody there that has um, $2.04 billion. Good for them. In the form of a piece of paper. I hope somebody helps them save that and not like be like, Woohoo, go hog wild. Here's where also, winning the lottery. Also, how much do they lose in taxes? Half of it. Sons of bitches. Still well, a lot of money. Still got a billion mm-hmm. dollars left to play it's with. a lot of billion with a B, you guys. A B as in boy, oh boy, am I rich. Yeah. You know how uh, when I think something's important, I mm-hmm. tend to hide it. I squirrel it away so that it doesn't get stolen or yeah, Sean just, doesn't get misplaced. I don't know if you really did that recently, but okay, yes. Yes, I do concur. Sean squirrels things away. And I think the problem with it now is you used to always squirrel it away into that bookcase that we had. And then we didn't move with that bookcase because spoilers, it was from Ikea. And I'm glad we didn't because I don't know where the fuck we would have put it. But anyways, we did not move that. We gave it away. This guy came and picked it up and took it apart. It was amazing. And so Sean doesn't have a squirrel place anymore. So he squirrels things randomly. Yeah. But I have that 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 need to hide things, yeah, or to put them away. I'm gonna put it away. I'm gonna but put my keys away. But, but it's, it's not like a... organized or anything. No. And PJ made a good point. PJ <laughs> said, "You know," and he said this to you. Mm-hmm. You know, it would be a lot easier if he had a one place he put his keys instead mm-hmm. of six. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, "Damn straight," because mine always go back into my purse. Yeah. Yours, it's like. Is it up on the counter in the kitchen? Is it in your office? Is it on your dresser? Is it on your nightstand? Or is it in a pair of your pants that you forgot to take it out of? So that'd be the problem with me by uh, winning the lottery. I would hide the ticket until I had to turn it into the proper authorities, right? You should give it to me because you'll lose it. Well, yeah, but what if... Oh, my God. Did we tell them that you locked... Yeah. We talked about the safe already? The safe, yeah, last week. So that's a good example. It's still locked in there. Yeah. (laughs) But anyway, would would you squirrel away? You never told them why. You were bringing that up? No, well, the lottery ticket, I would probably squirrel it away because it's so important. I'm like, I'm going to put it somewhere that only I will remember, like the bookcase, for instance. Did you you talk about the mom grass and the dad grass last time? Mm -hmm. Um, Sean was talking to everybody about it because he's like, I'm going to try this. It's going to help my feet. It's amazing. Blah, blah. Their marketing's beautiful. It's amazing. And then he immediately was like, Katie, where'd the dad grass go? So the mom grass tin is golden. The dad grass tin is red. I said, well, I just saw it sitting out here the other day. My mom said the same thing and we couldn't find it, couldn't find it. Couldn't find the red. And then I said, well, is it, could it be? I said, these are the places it could be. I went and checked and I said, the only other thing is it's in a pants pocket or a jacket pocket or something like that. And Sean goes, he goes into the bedroom and comes out with a dad grass. 
the 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 odd thing was is um i it doesn't get you high so i i don't know how i lost it it's, it's just i i absent absent-mindedly put things away i'm well, in the autopilot when i put things away you didn't put it away i've learned this because i've lived with you for many many moons but whenever sean's like we need to tidy up i'm like i'll take care of it because he will just shove shit everywhere and we'll never find it again <laughs> That's true. You know, mo- I should just give you saying? a basket and be like, put everything you want to put away in this basket and then I'll go and put it where it needs to be. <laughs> <laughs> but what if I need to find go through the basket? You're going to have to go gather everything, put it back in the basket and then I dig through it. No, but if you have things you're like, oh, I need to tidy up. I'll be like, put everything that needs tidying uh, in the basket. Right. And then I'll go put it in its proper place. Okay. Because then you'll inevitably go looking for it and it'll be where it should be. Oh, yeah, that's just. I just need to get better about putting things away. But it's so funny because I, I squirrel things away everywhere. That's the problem with this house is mm-hmm. that there's that many more cabinets. In Santa Monica, we had like four drawers. Yeah, there were. Here, the- there's like 200 drawers. That's, you know what? It's all coming back to him now, you guys. That's where it is. That's where that thing is. It's in the drawer. Mm-hmm. Which drawer? I don't know. I remember putting it in it. No. Um, drawers have always fascinated me. As a kid, I remember going through all the drawers at my grandmother's house because it's always different. Someone else's junk, you know, and they had like old remotes or. So it's old junk that fascinates you, not drawers. Oh, yeah. I love like. Drawers are silly. It's just it pulls out. It goes in. It's a drawer. Yeah. But going through the drawer. Yes. This is stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's what Cabinet of Curiosity is all about. Maybe. We should do our own version. Maybe. Do a little skit. Yeah. Called Sean's Cabinets of Curiosity. What did we find today that he did not put away properly? (laughs) Hmm. (laughs) Right. <laughs> you don't like the way that took the no, way that took a turn. You turned on me. I thought we were doing this together. It would be fun, and then you threw me underneath the bus. You already threw yourself I under know, the I'm bus. Just kidding. I'm not. I'm not offended. No, but it, it is interesting. Um, I don't know why you do what you do with stuff, but why? Why do you do <laughs> the things you do? Well, some people say it's ADHD as to why it's hard to put things back in place. Any of my ADHD folks out there? Do you feel that? Um, other people. What? Well, when you do discover the stuff that you had mm-hmm. put away, man, the reward is so high. It feels so good. But that's because you lost it. I know. It and feels the pressure good to... was on to find it. Like when I lose my wallet, for instance, in the All house. the time. All yeah. the time. Uh, and I'm looking for it, looking for it. And you look everywhere three times. Mm-hmm. And then you discover it. That pleasure center lights up like, oh, nobody's business. It's amazing. Like That's so silly. Oof. A big firework in your head. You're like, oh my, I found it. But the stress <laughs> leading up stress, to it. I'm going to say that the. Because it the plunges you into the depth. Outweigh of, the pros. Like, oh my God, I lost my wallet and the cards. I have cards to redo all the cards and my license and blah. And you're just spinning. Mm-hmm. You're spinning and you're like, oh, please, dear baby Jesus, help me find it. We should put tiles in everything of yours. I know. Does this tile want to sponsor us? That'd be, that's a good idea. Or Apple AirTag me. Yeah. Yeah. Put them everywhere. I know, track my stuff. <laughs> and I'll have Roxy. I'll be like, she's in the house. And it's like, Sean's shit's everywhere. <laughs> right. <sighs> okay. Oh, funny. Does anybody else struggle with that? I personally, I think it's more, because you're more of like the ADHD type. I'm more of like the OCD type. So I like things back where it's they. It's a lot of letters. <laughs> it is a lot of letters. But I like things in their place. Because when I go to find things or when I go to order, because I'm the orderer for our home. So I'll look for like, I have to make a target order. So I'm like, okay, we need toilet paper. Okay, do we need... And I start going through things. And if something's not there, I'm like, oh, we're out of this. I need to order. And then we end up with double. 
Yeah, see, I think what's happening here, mm -hmm. I'm no scientist, but if I put a little electrode on your melon, mm -hmm. or maybe three electrodes. Might need more than three, I don't know. Yeah, and we're measuring the activity. Mm -hmm. I suspect that your pleasure center is always humming at like 70%. You're like, I'm making a list, I'm checking things off. That's true. I've opened the drawer and everything is in an order. <laughs> is that my, my ditty? Yeah, and me, I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Ah, where is it? Uh, and then bah, 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 when you find it, you know, like and things light up and then it plunges. Yeah. I can. I always had this feeling growing up, like sometimes you're on a, you know, the feeling of being on a roller coaster. You've told me this. I don't feel that in my life. Going up and you're like the anxiety and then you're like, oh man. And oh, then, no. but the plunge is, uh, it's pretty bummy. It's a bummer. <laughs> yeah, see, I don't have that up and down. I am humming along pretty good. Yeah. And then if something doesn't go right, I like, uh, uh, and it like takes me a while to climb back up. Oh. But then if something goes well, like like I'm writing my book proposal. Yes. And if I was able to get it finished, like whatever day I finish it, I'll be like, oh, and I'll go up another like 10 steps. I can't imagine that that feeling because uh, that, it's not bad either way. Mm -hmm. You know what? The way people but we just don't things. have you experienced just something different so yeah. it's like i can't imagine it your way you can't imagine it my way is that yeah. what you mean yeah yeah i know tell me what you experience let's share in our experiences <laughs> all right we have one more story okay. and i call it diabetes be damned <gasps> oh i have an interesting article i wrote continue no, but, go ahead. What's up? no on top of that you, you oh. do yours first okay diabetes be damned be damned katie mm-hmm did you know that you can get paid to eat candy as a Canadian company's chief candy officer? That sounds dangerous. That's right. Turns out you might be able to eat candy for a living and make thousands of dollars in the process. Canada's Candy Funhouse is hiring a chief candy officer, according to a recent job posting on their website. What? Do you love all things candy and chocolate? I love chocolate. I don't really like candy so much. Are Unless you passionate? Unless Patch Kids. Oh, sorry. Uh-huh. Am I passionate? Okay, okay. Are listening. you passionate about confectionery treats and exploring unreleased and existing products? Ooh. If so, this may be the perfect position for you. That's what the LinkedIn description mm. reads. The Ontario-based company said the position pays no, 100000 I'm just kidding. Unfortunately, you have to be a <laughs> Leafs fan and eat a lot of candy. No. Uh, no. But it pays $100,000. So that's not bad. That's but pretty that's darn like, good. Like, do you have to... I just can't imagine. I would probably get sick of it. That's the problem with any kind of job like that, where you start, like, let's say it was pizza. I love pizza. And I'd be like, fuck yeah, give me all the pizza. And then you're like tasting and tasting. Or are you like a wine sommelier where you like sip it and spit it out? Oh, yeah, this would be. <laughs> you know, I have I questions. Never I get spit sick, out pizza. But you get sick of it. Mm -hmm. So there'd be a day, I'm sure, within the first like month of working there where I'd be like, I don't really want candy today. I yeah. want fries. It's $100,000 a year, though. So, I mean, yeah, I'd, get over I'd do it. it. It's just, just a job. Diabetes be damned. <laughs> the job can be remote. Oh, that's cool. Or based um, in its Canada or New Jersey offices. So Someone should apply. Yeah, no kidding. It's still open. I checked if earlier. If you don't struggle with food and eating disorder behaviors, because it right. sounds very triggering. The chief candy officer will serve as head taste tester. I am the CCO. Yeah. And they're going to try over, this is where it gets a little, I may be in your camp here. Mm -hmm. They're going to try over 3,500 products each month. Besides eating about 113 pieces of candy a day. 113? Oh well, because that's the question there then is like, 
if let's say it's a caramello bar, which I love, or a Rolo, right? And it's just like a bite of one, not the whole thing. Like, do they give you like samples? Or yeah, are you getting like these full? Because there's no way they can expect someone to eat. That would be like all you eat. You gotta be on a treadmill the whole time. Not even that. Just like that's just not a well balanced diet. Right. <laughs> like you need a variety of foods and candies and whatever's, but yeah. you can't have only candies. Your teeth will just rot right out of your head. We live in a crazy world. If someone has be has been a chief candy officer, tell us what it was like. Also, they said that uh, job applicants can be as young as three years or five years old. Now, that's not that's right. a lot of money for a five year old. First of all, that's a lie. No, it, that's what the article said. I don't believe you. Okay, well, I'm just telling. He's you lying. You can tell by the smirk. Can you imagine? That's not ethical. Giving a kid yeah. all that candy, and the parents are going to make the money after they force feed their child. Um, I was reading an interesting article because I'm writing my book proposal for an eating disorder book that I hope will be called It's Not About the Fucking Food, but we'll see. Dan's kind of conservative. I don't know if my editor will like it. Anyway, I was reading an article because I want the book to be helpful for all types of eating disorders because many people, you know, like Brain Over Binge is a popular book. I don't really love it, I have to be honest. I don't really like her premise. It's fine. It's fine. If it helps people, that's cool. It's just not for me. But anyway, brain over binge is all about bulimia and binge eating. Mm-hmm. And that it does not, like even at the beginning, she's like, this does not help or apply to people who have more restrictive types of eating disorders. She thinks that binge eating is, is simply a bad habit mm. and applies a lot of the AA kind of tenets to the recovery of it. Whatever, to each their own. Um, but anyways, long story short, I'm trying to toe both lines or all lines rather because there's like all sorts of types of behaviors that come along with eating disorders i fell down a rabbit hole of am i boring you sorry no it's not you it's the six o'clock yeah it's the no sleep in the morning no sleep till the project is done um anyway i ran across a few articles and then went down a rabbit hole of research which happens when people you know they have all their references and i'm like clicky clicky clacky um didn't get any writing done but did do a lot of reading and they essentially, I didn't realize this, but in the medical model for physicians, psychiatrists, when they're going through medical school, they're essentially taught. And even if you read in the World Health Organization or the CDC or any kind of organizations that define the terms, the term obesity is defined as someone taking in more calories than they put out. Oh, I thought it was just you, you were a percentage over what the, the, I mean, there's the B, standard is. There's BMI stuff in that related mm-hmm. to it as well. Because I definitely take in more calories. No, I don't know. I don't really, I don't know. But anyway, and, and I'm some I'm summarizing like 10 different articles. So just know that it's not in any way full, like the, my definition, my description. But essentially, that's what they pared it down to. And you read it and you're like, well, yeah, that's essentially what they're saying. And they had a quote from one of the doctors that I think heads up the National Health Organization or whatever. I don't think it was the World Health Organization. Anyway. National Health Institute? Rachel Wolensky? I think it was the NIH or something. National Mm -hmm. Institute of Health. Anyway, doesn't matter. This physician was saying, well, yeah, that's the truth because that's how people become obese. They take in more than they put out. But even as I'm saying that, I'm sure many of you can answer the way I answer. It was like, well, it's way more complicated than that. And that's not the only reason. Mm Mm-hmm. Think of like PCOS, people with polycystic ovarian syndrome. Anyway, so I went down a rabbit hole and learned about, um, and I'd have to get my laptop out, but essentially insulin and carbohydrates and the way, 
one of the articles was very succinct where the whole premise and the whole research was around the fact that some people's bodies are just different. Yeah, yeah. Not everyone processes, not everyone is as efficient at mm -hmm. processing things, just like a car. Or like, able to process. Right. But like maybe some cars are better or able to con convert <laughs> the, the type of fuel. Maybe you're running with different fuel. Yeah. And that's, that's essentially what they said. And that's just one of the many problems with mm -hmm. this. Anyway, I went down a rabbit hole about uh, obesity research and how little of it there is and how little representation there is. It's too much. And obviously, none of it was applicable right now to what I'm writing, but I found it very interesting. Mm. So that's, I can, I'll link the articles below. I'll give them to Sean so he can send them over if you want to go down the rabbit hole like I did. I just found it very interesting. I think there's two articles that are still open on my laptop that I can um, dish out to you. Random things that I've researched this week. Your reading is vastly different than mine, but yeah, they both have you know equal um, importance. importance. You know, I'm reading about Han Solo pancake, <laughs> and uh, I'm reading about why someone might process said Han Solo pancake differently right. than someone else, and why that might affect their BMI, which is bullshit. I think BMI should just stand for bullshit metric of information. Yeah, good, I like it. Um, Thanks for that. We should make a t-shirt bullshit metric. Oh, that's a good idea, actually. Anyways, um, you know, so you're reading about that and it's all. It's make all, a note. Do you mind if I make a note? No, I don't make the notes. That's good, Katie. I'm going to make a note about this one. Yep. That's, that's good. Okay, I'm back. I'm back, I'm back baby. Back in the New York groove. Anyway, so I was reading about that. I found it fascinating and interesting because I have been working on a, a video that I haven't released yet or anything because we haven't even filmed it because I can't figure out how to do it properly. But it's essentially talking about being overweight and eating disorders and the connection between them because I had mentioned on a podcast a long time ago now about how anybody who's overweight to the extent that it causes them like physical issues, essentially like if you're so overweight that you now have high blood pressure, high cholesterol, you can't get around, things hurt that shouldn't hurt, blah, blah, blah. The list goes on and on. If there is not an organic cause, meaning you don't have PCOS or you don't have, you're not insulin resistant or whatever. I'm not a doctor. So, you know, the list goes on and on. But if that's not a factor, then what you have is an eating disorder. And a lot of members of our community found that freeing yet shocking because they're like, I never thought about it that way you know, cause I don't really binge or I don't really do this. And I'm like, well, wait, do you, you know? And right. So anyway, um, I guess correct mm -hmm. me if I'm wrong is that, uh, an eating disorder in my eyes was always you, you have some behaviors that are mm -hmm. repeating. Yes. So it's not like a one-time behavior, although no. maybe it could be, but no, technically cannot be just a one-time thing. Right. And the, the behaviors mm -hmm. are, detrimental to your system mm -hmm. your your human body your mm -hmm. form such that it it's uh you're doing harm to your body yes so, but also getting so in the way of you living your life yeah exactly but like you're you're instead of it leading a, a natural healthy life mm -hmm. you're doing something that is in relation to food mm -hmm. so it's eating mm -hmm. or not mm -hmm. or not yeah but in relation to the process right mm -hmm. Uh, that is just, it's throwing your system out of whack and that, you know, ultimately it's, it's not good for you. Yes and no, that's part of it, but you're still missing. It's not just your system. Yeah. It's your psychosocial system. 
So it's like, yes, my body, but my mind and how I interact with the world. Yeah. 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 That's all. But, but, it, yeah. but it's 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 detrimental to the, the human, the vessel, mm-hmm. by the behaviors that are surrounding uh, the act of eating. Or not or eating. Or not eating, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Right? Around food. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Our relationship with our bodies and food. And anyway, so... When I was reading those articles, I was like, oh, when, I could have tied this thing. to that video, but I still haven't figured out how to put that video together. Uh-huh. What? So disordered eating is mm-hmm. a light version of an eating disorder. A disordered eating is just a nice way of saying you have an eating disorder that's developing. Ah, okay. Yep. Cool. Yeah, sorry. I, I know that's you talk fine. about it all the time. I don't really put that much stock into it, but I know that sometimes I've had unhealthy relationships with mm-hmm. food. I think everybody does. has, mm-hmm. you know, it's just, that's normal. Well, what I'm writing about right now, actually, for part of the proposal is the effects. I think that media as yeah. a whole has on our view of ourselves and our bodies and how intertwined, not only are we to like comparison factors, media, stuff like that, but we're in, it's intertwined into cultures of all types, religions, family dynamics, like the way like what I was just writing was um, right before we started filming is essentially we've all heard and maybe this did not exist in your household, in which case 10 out of 10 for your parents. But we hear that old adage like you got to clean your plate, be part of the clean plate club or you can't eat that. You can't have this dessert till you eat your vegetables. Right. There's all these like things around food trying to get our children to eat healthfully or healthily. However, then I grew up in a in a wonderful family for all intents and purposes, but my grandmother in particular, who you guys know I love and miss dearly, but she, her way of showing love was to feed you. And she wanted to know that you loved the food. Okay. So that was her love language was through food. And as when I was growing up and she didn't really do it so much as she got older, but she would walk around the table with like, let's say it's Thanksgiving and she'd have like potatoes, like the big thing of potatoes, like a big bowl. And spoon by spoon, she'd say to the person sitting at the table, let's say it was Sean, she'd be like, do you want some more? And boom, as she's asking, she's putting on your plate. So she's not really asking if you want more. She's giving you more. And if you pair that type of what's love for her, right? It's not, these aren't behaviors that are necessarily malicious. And I should probably add that into what I was writing. But it's not that these things are necessarily malicious and in intent. However, you pair that with the clean plate club kind of push. And then you can immediately see why children are taught to not trust their bodies. Yeah, I think there's a lot going on there with what you just said. Mm-hmm. It just made me think that I think that there's a generation that dealt with scarcity. Mm-hmm. I talk or, about that, like growing up in the Great Depression and yeah, mm-hmm. and then growing so, up poor. So yes, yeah, so exactly. Modern day version of, mm-hmm. but like there was mass. Uh, well, my grandma and scarcity. papa didn't have much growing up, mm-hmm. and I mean, he grew up with dirt floors, and my grandma, right. they would, you know, it was like pre-refrigeration too, so you wanted to eat what you could. Yeah. It, it, there's all sorts of things yeah hmm. so there there but that's the whole point is that there's so much there's so many layers to our relationship with food not to mention things like uh, ramadan or fasting where in religious practices you're good or holy or you know worthy if you fast and if you're not then what like you're not good enough or why can't you do this you're not strong enough mm-hmm. your faith isn't strong enough in what message does that send then right well, then if I'm hungry, I'm not eating because I'm doing that to praise my God or to, you know, or to a lot of people when I grew up would fast as a way to like, I don't know. I was asking my mom about it because I was like, I don't really understand why people fasted. But let's say we had a really 
a bad thing happening in our church, we would all pray about it and you'd fast. So mm-hmm. we're going to fast and pray about this. And then we're going to meet up on, let's say this was Tuesday. They'd be like, we're going to meet up for Thursday. We're going to fast until then. And then we're going to make a decision. Right. And then, or, you, then you have breakfast, right? Th- yeah, Break fast. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Anyway, I'm, I'm deep in the woods, Sean. I'm deep in the woods. What's your favorite way to break a fast, Katie? You, you like a waffle? Like a pancake, I like egg. egg. I like an egg. You've been on an egg kick for a while. Long time. Yeah. Went from cereal to egg. Although every once in a while I have a hankering for the cereal. My favorite is Kashi's uh, Strawberry Fields. Strawberry mm. Fields forever. Yeah, I like the Kashi puffed wheat myself. Mm. That one's a good one. I don't know why. I know you have very different tastes for for uh, cereal than I do. Like puffed rice is like the worst to me, and you like shredded wheat, man. Yeah, no, oh, no, no, no. baby. <laughs> Come on. Shredded wheat. Oh. What was it used to get? Weetabix? And I was like, eh. Did I get Weetabix? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really like wheat. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, All things wheat. Mine is more like crunchy with uh, some sugar and some fruits. I tried to make some granola the other day, guys. And it while it was delicious. It was delicious. I tried to make it a, a nut-based granola. Mm-hmm. So it had uh, pecan, walnut, um, coconut. Uh, and then it's some not a secrets. nut, but it's just well, funny. You're like going through a no, but, coconut. But that was part of the recipe. Mm-hmm. See? And uh, and then honey mm-hmm. and some raisins. And, and I got it. I was looking in the oven. It's, yeah. You know what bugs me is that little screen they put in the oven. It makes everything look darker than it is or lighter than yeah, it is. And you can't really see. You have to move constantly to look through those. And I would assume it's a heat shield. Mm-hmm. They've got to have better material for a heat shield than that stupid thing. They because never have. I don't know. It's so hard to see in there. And our oven's only like, what, three years old, I think? Yeah, but you have to move quickly to like look through the holes to get a full picture. Sean in the <laughs> kitchen. <laughs> That's what I do. <laughs> I know. Uh, anyway, what happened? They well, made the un- unfortunately, like I was trying to get it crunchy and brown. Mm-hmm. And then I cr- made a little, it a little too. too dark. So it's now super crunchy, which I'm fine with. Mm-hmm. But the difficult part about it is that the raisins yeah. are a, like, they'll pull your fillings out. Yeah, they've turned into like... Little, molten lava yeah but it's it's but pretty then tasty they, then they cooled and they're like these chewy gummy yeah yep speaking of which i've got a dentist appointment tomorrow oh you do they called no i had to call them i was sick of waiting so i said yeah. i'm gonna take the bull by the horns i'm Did gonna they ride ha- it to town and gonna get that tooth fixed yep. you remember guys remember he broke his tooth how did you bro- oh on a cracker yeah i'll never learn though so later that week i made granola it's very hard <laughs> yep I like but a good I think, crunch. I think sometimes, especially since you have veneers, every so often they're going to crack. Like Christina cracked her veneer in her front on a spicy tuna hand roll. That's soft, baby. I don't think it's about, I think it's about, like I talked to the dentist because I'm there all the time because I've got like three more weeks of my Invisalign-y stuff or clear correct. Anyway. Ooh, sorry. I touched the microphone. Anyway. Um. The dentist or the dental hygienist that I saw, and I don't know if she's a dental hygienist or what her term, her like actual name, uh, title is, and I'm a, sorry if that's wrong. But anyway, she was saying that it's not so much about what it is. It's it can be because it can be what it is and the fact you already have a break. But a lot of times you just have this crack that's slowly working its way. Yeah. It just takes one more push for it to go and shoot off. Yeah, My grandfather used to give me heck when I was a kid. I would grab the calculator and I'd, I'd start pressing buttons on it because I had a, a printer and it would make all these noises. You could mm-hmm. print in like red ink or, you know, it was, it was pretty so cool. So you'd use all his stuff. Yeah. And then my grandfather <laughs> would inevitably swipe it back and say, gosh, darn it, Sean. You know, 
these things are only built to be pressed so many times before they fail. Oh, funny. Yeah, like the button would, you know, you can it only give out. I was like, you know, he's like. Because you're a kid. You and you're messing play. around with the, his, his tools, you know. For work, yeah. Yeah. He should have so. bought you one for Christmas. Yeah. Push all you want. It's funny. I never became an accountant. <laughs> you didn't like the numbers so much as the button pushing. Now yeah. you push them on cameras. <laughs> exactly. You push them on, on mouse. I on do a, like a good button. You push mouse and the keyboard. I think I push people's buttons sometimes the wrong way, though. So All the buttons. Yeah. Okay. Shall we get into some letters? Mm-hmm. We do have to wrap it um fairly shortly so fairly uh, shortly we just got started okay fresh as a daisy let's see here okie dokie our first letter is from karen and she was so nice it's a very simple letter but i will have sean put this link in the description if you're interested that's uh the email is titled study sheds new light on brain activity related to dissociative symptoms in neuroscience news so it's neurosciencenews.com and like I said, Sean can pop the link in the description. It says, hey, Katie, I came across this article tonight and found it very interesting. I know there's varying opinions regarding DID, but glad to see that the research is being done. I agree. Thought you might be interested. Regards, Karen. Thank you, Karen. That's super cool. And I think it is important that it's good that there's at least, like you said, research being done and more that they're learning because, you know, that's just that's just the way it is. And things don't always get done and then we don't learn and we can't get better. But now we get to learn and be better. Hmm. Okay. Are we ready? Oh, well, speaking of DID, uh-huh. and um, tell me tell me what you think about this. Mm-hmm. I've heard from two people in my life about uh, experiences that are different. And I always thought it was some form of uh, not the supernatural. But, but people think it's very like, ooh. Right. Mm-hmm. So my grandmother, who is honest as the day is long, mm-hmm. told me that when she... So she had given birth to, I'm going to say one of her six kids. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm just going to pick one. I think it was Johnny. Okay. Right in the middle. Uh, Yeah. And uh, so afterwards, she's lying in the hospital in in the bed. And um, she remembers looking down at herself from the ceiling Mm. and uh, just observing herself. And then um, she heard the doctor coming down the hallway. And she said it felt like someone poured her back into her feet. As the doctor was opening mm-hmm. the door and she was there and she opened her eyes, she was like, what the heck was that? Could be dissociation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then uh, my dad mm-hmm. was in a car accident in his 20s mm-hmm. with his uh, his cousin, Daryl. Mm-hmm. And he said. God damn it, cousin Daryl. Right. Daryl. <laughs> that rap scallion. Mm-hmm. Um, Daryl Lick. <laughs> yeah. He actually lives in Texas. I have a, oh, does a he? cousin of my father who lives in Texas. Wow. We should meet cousin Daryl. Cousin Daryl. Uh but they were standing on the side of the highway next to a car that they had had an accident with. Mm-hmm. And my dad said that he was looking down at mm-hmm. he and his cousin having a conversation. Mm-hmm. Dissociation. That's what it's like. I think a lot of people assume. That's so bizarre to me. And mm-hmm. I always thought, oh, it's just because humans are very complex and we're just instruments kind of tuning into like the physical body is just a. It doesn't have anything to do with like external I don't know. Like, what the heck is consciousness? You know, like, are we? How are you observing yourself from from outside of your body? Like, what? It feels that way. Yeah, I guess because two different people, and I don't think my mom and my my uh, sorry my uh, my dad and his mom mm-hmm. had shared those stories with each other, mm-hmm. and so I thought, oh, maybe I'll have one of these because maybe it runs in the family, and I was very excited about this hat. But it's, you know, it's forty seven years old now, and 
Yeah, I haven't had this. I mean, arguably, you've had dissociative episodes because I'll be like, well, you were talking about something. You're like, I don't remember that chunk of my life. Where did you put that? I don't know where. Well, I, 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 I lost. <laughs> so yours a little different. Right. Because what they're experiencing is called depersonalization mm-hmm. out of body. And there's derealization out of environment. Oh, yeah. And when I put things away, it's out of mind, out of sight <laughs> or out of sight, out of mind. Right. Mm-hmm. So I have my own. Uh, Your own way of stuffing it down. Yeah. I'm probably doing a a terrible disservice whenever you talk about something mental health related. Because I don't know as a lay person. I'm like, that sounds interesting, but I I probably have only a sliver of the the information. But those are people's experiences and they're describing them to you. And that's just as valid as what many members of our community have shared. I would like to hear of more stories like that. If if you've observed yourself from outside of the physical form mm-hmm. looking at yourself we have a lot of people who have yeah feel free to send it to otdmpod at gmail.com if that happened in my early 20s i would have been looking down and be like oh my god i'm balding <laughs> <laughs> dang it <laughs> and then you see your hand go up touch your head you're like damn it's, just- it's not so much that you see yourself that's the weird thing it feels like you're out of your body watching yourself mm. That's not how they described it to me, especially my grandmother. When she said it felt like someone poured her, mm-hmm. she felt like she was pouring into her toes. She's and going back into her consciousness. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe the realm of psychology doesn't know that much about this. Like when everybody's experience is different, right? And we're still learning about things. It's not like we've learned everything. So there could be a well, physical and consciousness aspect. is not something that you can always like test for or give a survey survey says. I know some people, they don't seem like they're conscious, but they're just sitting there. You never get to see those people. Well, but yes, I do see those people. Um, but there's different. So there's the experiences like that your grandma and your dad had. And then me personally, I know I've dissociated because there's chunks of when I was really stressed out. Like I share the example of the there was a friend who brought me down to Orange County. It's how I met Sean. And later we had this big blow up fight and it scared the bejesus out of me. And I like black it out. Like I can't remember part. And I. And Veronica, my friend who was with me, was like, you were just like spaced out. I was like, Bee. oh, I, I'm that way with any argument. Mm-hmm. I just. But that's kind of. And, that and I don't part, remember. That's why dissociation I like to think of instead of being like it's this, this, this or this. It's like a spectrum. Mm. And so the the forgetting is called dissociative fugue. Like yeah. I was removed from self enough that I can't remember. And it's protective, right? Because I don't remember that shit. That was terrible. And I was like, what's happening? It's like one of those meltdown moments with someone and I like didn't know how to process it. And I was like, I don't understand. <sighs> yeah, I, I take all that. I don't record the information for the most part. So yeah. therefore, when I talk to someone about uncomfortable things, mm-hmm. I can't recall the details of, of oh, we, we argued about this or we argued about that. I don't have it. Yeah. I, so I have to write things down, which is strange. Mm-hmm. No, it's um, not strange. It's just it, it's stressful for you and you don't do well. Yeah. So, so. I take things offline. Mm-hmm. But uh, Barry, uh, the psychiatrist who I love dearly, he was like, you know, you know, it'd be a good job for you, like an EMT or something. You know, you show up on the scene of the, the accident <laughs> and after you're done with your job, I don't remember at all. He said, that's you, this is the perfect job for you. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, it's still trauma. You still feel it. Yeah, but you have like tension headaches and throw things. Out, you know. It still affects you, yeah, yeah, you know. know, but yeah, he was, I, jo- he was teasing and it's, he's right. Like, it would be nice if yeah. we could just be like. Control Alt Delete. I'm just gonna file it and forget about it. I'm just gonna reboot. It's exactly how I squirrel things away. Yeah, uh, but in, in your brain, 
in, in, yeah, isn't that weird? It's like, I'm going to tuck this here. Oh my God, <laughs> we've made a breakthrough today, f- Katie. <laughs> and I'm going to forget about it. Where did I put that memory? I don't know. It doesn't exist. Yeah, sometimes he'll be talking about something. I'm like, that's not what happened, remember? And he'll be like, oh, yes, I did. I totally forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my filing system. It's, it's a little messy in there, a little chaotic. <laughs> Have you seen my desktop and my computer? It's yes. they've got a lot of files. It's, and it's a lot. Here's Everything's how open. So many the, tabs open. Uh, this is how deep the rabbit hole goes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes your computer needs help from an outside tech support service. Yes. And so then you relinquish the controls, and they get into your. Isn't that amazing? Mm-hmm. I'm always like, wow, you can do that, and then I always think someone can do that. That's why people hack. Right. <laughs> Uh, so what I do though, is mm-hmm. I, um, the last time was with Adobe because Adobe mm-hmm. notoriously releases software and it's got issues yep. and it was wreaking havoc in my whole environment. And my whole world is wrapped up in Adobe because of all of our video. editing and yeah. So, um, I gather all my stuff that's on my desktop, all these files, because I want quick access access. I leave it on the desktop mm-hmm. in a organized, but disorganized manner. Like if they're all organized by name. And then they're linked into a grid, but that's, you know, about it. And then I have on that desktop, a folder that says Adobe, uh, takeover. And so I take all my, all my other stuff and I throw it in that folder. So it's hidden. Yes. And then what do I do? I'm like, oh, I'll, I'll clean it up later. (laughs) Later, which is now, uh, I have two of these folders plus a ton of new files on there, but inside those folders are previous desktop files. Oh, see, see how this yeah. there's many layers and it's almost like, um, what's that movie with DiCaprio and, uh, Oh, the inception. Yeah. It's like inception on my desktop. <laughs> yeah. It's really, and, uh, man, that's, that's, well, wouldn't you, cause, okay. So as a, a what I would call an organizer yeah. slash purger extraordinaire, couldn't you say that if you do not have to go into that file for a certain amount of time, that you could scan quickly and toss it in the garbage. Oh, 100%. Yes. There's there's a lot of purging that needs to go on with the my filing system, but yeah. I just don't have time, man. I don't have time. I spend random factoid. I spend around the Christmas time as we're just watching old movies and stuff cleaning out my email because I'll have these old flagged emails that aren't necessary and I just never take the time to purge them. Not me. I just stuff Google. Like I'm pretty sure there's a google server somewhere full of my stuff it's just sean's junk email you and my mom my mom has like forty-eight thousand unopened emails even just looking at her phone and the amount of emails gives me anxiety yeah i'm like oh oh and she's like it's all junk i look at it i just just don't delete it when people say inbox zero Mm -hmm. i'm like inbox two plus nine zeros that's Mm -hmm. my inbox zero see i have i have always inbox zero However, there's like flag things I have to return to, but I've opened them. I've looked at them and like put them in my calendar or whatever for when I need to figure it out. Compelling. You know? Okay. We have a letter from our Delaware correspondent. Okay. Tina says it's just random. This is entitled just random. I love random. It says, hi from Delaware. Howdy do. Watching OTDM 132. I'm just relaxing before bed. And I know this is OTDM, but I've been struggling a little. Made a bad, non-conscious choice to not take my medicine. Feeling pretty low, but I have since restarted. Yay! It's just building back up. I always say I go 50 steps forward and 300 back. 
it can be kind of be that way. That's life. Sometimes we're like, I'm chugging, 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 do, 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 do. And you slip on a banana peel, you slide back a little. But the important part is you get back up and you're like, I can keep chugging versus what we sometimes want to do, which is like, I'm just going to let this banana peel take me out to sea. Don't let that banana peel take you out to sea. Okay. Delaware is pretty boring, but we do have some fun things around. Most of the time, go to Philly or Jersey for entertainment, LOL. The beaches are fun, but only when it's actually warm. I don't have many friends and I wish you guys were closer. I would definitely want to be friends, but that may just be my BPD talking. It, it could, but it could not be. Depends on attachment. You, you know that. I'm still recovering from my back surgery, but making the most of it. I can't, um, can't sit still that long and I have to be working or I think too much. That's fair. We all need some healthy distractions. Kids are doing okay. Can't believe it's almost the holidays. You and me both, Tina. This email really has no purpose. I just wanted to send a message and say hi. Good night, Tina from Delaware. Thanks, Tina. And you don't have to have a purpose. It's okay to just write in some random updates and random things. I like it a lot. Okay. Delaware. Hmm. I'm in Delaware. I would, uh, whenever I think about it, I think about uh, soft shell crabs. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. They have, it's just so good. And it's delicious. That's all I'm thinking about. I really. was, so the season four of The Sinner, they're in the East Coast always. I think he's in Massachusetts. Massachusetts, I think. Anyway, but for this season four, he's taking like a long sabbatical slash vacation. He's retired, so it's not really a vacation, but like a trip with his girlfriend and they're up in Maine. And it's funny because I looked it up because it was called... Is it a French name? No, it was like Hanover Island or something. And I was like, what? And I kept looking. I'm like, I don't know where this really is, but apparently it's off of Maine. And they filmed a lot of it on that island, but they also filmed a lot in Nova Scotia oh. because Halifax looks a lot like that little island town. And it has a very robust fishing community, which is like part of the, sh- the story. And I was like, ooh, it just looks really cool anyway. But it also looks very, very cold. So like going there, not in the dead of winter, hmm. two thumbs ups. Okay. We have... Uh, oh, thanks for writing in, Tina. Yes, thanks, Tina. We have a letter from Tom. Well, not a letter, but an audio. Okay. Tom, the Virginia correspondent again here real quick, following up with a funny story on a conversation I overheard. So this goes back to when I was in the hospital years ago. When I was in the emergency department, this young man from a redneck family came in with abdominal pain. Mm. His mom looks kind of rough. She's wearing a nurse outfit, but she's got tattoos on her. And here the I like grandpa shows up and he's got camo and dad shows up and got the. Is this my family? I feel like this might be my family. <laughs> Everybody loves camo from where I'm from. I love camo purse. Okay. I know you can hardly see your family sometimes. So sometimes like... we just, they just disappear into the woods. <laughs> Bye. Although not many people have tattoos, but my cousins and I all have tattoos. Yeah. People who wear camo, it's like uh, the ninjas of. Uh... The, oh, the countryside, yeah. The countryside, the ninjas mm-hmm. of the countryside. Okay, sorry, Tom, continue. See the whole redneck family come in, mm-hmm. laying there in pain, and mm-hmm. I had a CT scan, and then they took the boy for a CT scan, and here an army of doctors and nurses and phlebotomists comes in, and they tell me they have to admit me and how they need to do some blood work first, and then they move over to this boy on the other side of the curtain. The doctor says to the mom, Ma'am, I think I figured out why your boy has abdominal pain. 
there's a substantial amount of stool in his colon and mm. really need him to move his bowels before we can send him home. The nurse will come in with some medication and it will be given through the rectal route. Oh, an enema. The boy says, Mommy, what does rectal route mean? She said, take your pants off. Well, here comes the nurse. No explanation. Just take your pants off. Poor kid. They're going to get an enema. He's going to learn what rectal route means here in just a hot minute. He's wearing a Spider-Man outfit. She says, Okay, Spider-Man, we need you to pull down your bloomers for us. The kid said, Mom. He said, oh, it's okay, Sonny. They're just going to give you your medicine a little differently. What's that? The nurse's country is convinced. He says, well, it's going to go up your butt, Sonny, and it's going to make you go poopy. <laughs> well, this poor kid, I mean, he's probably feeling bad for me getting these IVs and all this blood taken and but not like you're feeling bad for him for getting something in his behind and the nurse is trying to keep him calm she said okay now take a deep breath well, she shoots the medicine up that poor kid's behind next thing you know about three seconds later you hear oh my god I can't hold it <laughs> he ripped one so bad I look over and my poor mom looks like she's gonna gag at that time they roll me out of there I was glad I didn't see the rest of that story go down <laughs> oh no hey y'all enjoy the rest of your day now thanks Tom I can't believe they would do that in a, in a shared room. Oh, yeah. That's kind of awkward, right? That's really, I mean, that's a lot. Yeah. Did you ever see Last King of Scotland, Tom? Have you seen Last King of Scotland? No, what is it? Um, it's a movie. But anyways, there's a, there's a scene where the, the dictator, mm -hmm. uh, I don't think he has anything to do with Scotland. I think he's like a, a dictator in an African nation. But he um, he calls for the doctor and he's like a terrifying man, right? Like. Mm -hmm. This guy executes his political enemies and Ooh, yeah, okay. but um, he calls for the doctor and the doctor is brought to his, his bedroom. He's like, oh, I'm dying. You know, he's his stomach and the doctors examine him and obviously very scared because this is a scary man. Yeah. And uh, oh, I feel like you did make me watch this now that you're talking to me. But, oh, continue. Though. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Who's the actor? He, he played. Uh, uh, he's from Compton. What's it called? Uh, he's again? got one eye that's a, a little a little weak. Um, uh, the last king of Scotland. Okay. Anyways, uh, the doctor is working on him and he's lying in the bed and he thinks he's having like a, a, an appendix burst or something. Forrest Whitaker. Forrest Whitaker. Great actor. And so the doctor is working on him and as he's massaging his stomach, all of a sudden Forrest Whitaker just lets a big ripper. <laughs> and, and, and this terrifying man goes from being... Like a terrifying man so, to like, embarrassed and also giggling probably oh to to just being so happy that this was what the problem was instead of dying yeah you know? right we just had bad gas and lucky for the doctor he solved it you know by like yeah. rubbing his tummy and then he was in the guy's good graces mm -hmm. right? but anyway oh my goodness no i think i i've been lucky not that everybody needs to know my business but i've been lucky to never be constipated like mm. i've never had a problem with that ever in my life but i do and i won't share my friend's name because she'd probably kill me but she had shared this is like years and years ago with her one of her boyfriends didn't marry him not her husband now but she'd gone on this vacation with him and his family and couldn't go poop because there the bathroom was like a jack and jill bathroom so it had two entrances and kind of like you she's a scared pooper 
And so she was like, I feel like everybody could hear me. And like, I'd lock the doors, but like one of the locks didn't always work. And like, she'd be like, and she just couldn't, right? It was like trauma. I was like, did you get in the middle of the night? She's like, one time, yeah, I tried to go in the middle of the night. Like poor Stacy, is that you? The turtle goes back. But it was like day four of like this eight day extravaganza. And I love my friend because the way she described it, she's like, and I go out for breakfast and they've made chocolate chip pancakes, which are my favorite. And I turn to my boyfriend and she goes, I made this conscious decision that if it didn't happen this morning, I had to do something because I can't go another four days. (laughs) Like. Was she in a. So she turns to him. Let's just call him John. That's not his name. And she's like, John. Nothing else is going in here. If something doesn't go out there, I have to go to the the pharmacy. <laughs> and he was like, oh, okay. Like drove her over to the, you know, I think it was like a Target or a Walmart or something. And she, she was all fine. Oh, okay. Good. And, but, yeah. I was like, did you go back at the house? And she's like, no, I took it at the store before we, and then I made him wait. And then I went there. I was like, yeah, the pressure, the pressure to poop. Yeah. So scary. Well, is that epicac? No, that makes you throw up. Why they call it epipuke and then the and the other one epicac? Why would epicac be after? But I don't oh, know. God. <laughs> no, it's like Miralax. I think is what she took or coffee. Xlax. Oh, Xlax. Coffee. Coffee yeah. could do it, but she had coffee because I said, "Well, did you try?" She goes, "I tried all the normal ways, Katie. I tried them." She already struggles with that anyway, hmm. but it was just really funny to me. And I think for a lot of people, you get, you know, you get gas gaseous 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 sounds like yeah gaseous sounds like right right, right. but it's not good there's a uh, cassius clay he's a <laughs> yeah. famous boss and boxer. Gaseous clay. <laughs> no one could touch him because uh, he kept everyone at bay <laughs> <laughs> i wanted to fight him but he kept sticking it up <laughs> oh my god no but it can cause you a lot of issues yeah N- not i remember um even just having girls, especially in the eating disorder treatment center, because your gastrointestinal system and your digestive system as a whole is like, what the fuck is happening? And so there's always a lot of issues with that. But recently, so my mom watches this show, Dr. Pole or something. It's like a veterinarian and it's on the Discovery uh, Discovery Channel. But anyway, Dr. Pole, it's like P-O-L. He's a vet in, I think, I don't know, it looks very rural, but let's just say like Ohio or something. I don't know where it is. Anyway, I think it's Ohio, but he isn't that funny though doctors do really really well in the city because there's lots of patients mm-hmm. but a vet does really good in the country because there's a lot, a lot of, of animals a lot of patients yes yeah, so many different types of patients right? right that's why i'm so amazed sometimes even just watching that show i was amazed it was this weekend i was watching it because he moves so quickly between like i'm seeing a cat i'm seeing a donkey uh this person's bringing in their horse you know it's like all sorts of things he's like out in the pasture treating something and then i'm like this is a lot to man and then a a cow they're like super doctors because they work on so many different systems yeah because like for instance and this is not what i was going to talk about but um when baby cows are born there's a certain and i'm already forgetting what it is but it's a certain mineral that they need to grow and to milk well just to to survive okay essentially boy or girl doesn't matter anyway or to nurse it's not they, they don't get it from enough from the milk which is interesting to me i'm like where do they get it from grass 
It's yeah, when they start eating solid okay. food on their own. So when baby calves are born, they give them an injection of this so that they have enough of it so they can grow and be strong and get to the point where they can actually eat solid foods. Hmm. So I don't know about out in the wild. Are there wild cows? Oh, there's wild cows, man. They party. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Um, Ooh. <laughs> oh my God. Moo. Moo. Oh my God. <laughs> anyway. Uh, that should be on a shirt. Anyway, so he had seen these cows be born, these babies, and he gave them the injection. But one of them just stopped being able to stand up. And it was oh. so sad to watch it. It was like trying to go and it couldn't. And he was like, oh, it's low on the whatever it's called. Somebody let me know out there. Um, it just needs another shot. And when I tell you, he boop, gave it the thing. I think it might have been in its mouth even. Five minutes later, it was like, bloop, it was fine. Wild. And I was like, he just went from like, shoving a tube up a horse's nose because it has some blockage to shooting this it was just it's crazy but the story i was going to tell about the poop was this 90 year old woman has a 12 year old cat and it's an orange cat and she, she sat it since she was 78 mm -hmm. and it's like her baby she said she's like my husband's passed away i'm 90 years old my kids are grown they've got their life this is my family you know bring her a little kitty it's quite a rotund kitty it's very loved Anyway, it hasn't pooped in like five days and she's, and it was like, like it was not happy. And so they were going to do what Tom said they did to that boy. They're going to give it an enema and make it poop. But they get it into one of their little kennel things. And there's a bunch of cats in there and you hear them like, they're making all sorts of crazy noises. And it walks in there and it looks out like, cause they're filming it. And sometimes those, the, not the photographers, but the camera operator, camera operator really capture a good moment. And the cat's like, and then it goes to the little litter box in there and like takes the biggest dookie ever. And the, the little, the vet assistant comes in and she's like, she goes, I guess we scared the shit right out. <laughs> so that could have worked too. Just, you know, put a child in with a bunch of other crazy children making crazy noises and they'll be like, I'll go myself. Thank you. Right. These are your options. Up the butt water, in the toilet, scare it right out of you. Roxy's bored. She's already snoring. But anyway, it was funny. I mean, when he was telling that story, I was like, oh my God, I just watched that happen to a cat. They were planning it. They were ready. And it was like, I'll take care of it myself. And then the vet told her just to give the cat Miralax, which is what humans take. There you go. Just a little bit with its food. Been regular ever since. They follow up. I like that too. They call the house. <laughs> I'd like to talk to your cat, please. Hold wow. on. Yeah, sounds yeah. good. Right. Sounds good. Everything's good. Um, but yeah, then it made me think as I'm watching this, I'm like, I wish animals could talk to us and tell us what's wrong. Because sometimes she'll have something up and I won't know what it is. Or like today, she was acting particularly strange. And usually the answer is she needs a nap. Right. I've learned. Oh, I wonder if the neural link, if there'll be a pet hat. <gasps> so you, you like you tunnel into your, or your dog tunnels into your head. Yeah. And it's like, hey. Uh, you know what she'd be saying? Katie. Katie. Buy more <laughs> treats. <laughs> yeah. Treats, 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 treats. Like what's that Amazon commercial where... The dog is barking and it's talking to Alexa and it's it's like um, ordering more uh, something puppy chow or whatever. He's like, stop it. He's yelling at his dog. He's like, two flats. of It's like <laughs> treats. And it's like ordering all sorts of shit. Where, what is that commercial? But I think it's an Amazon commercial. But I don't know what she would say because I thought she wanted to go on a W-A-L-K. I don't want to wake her. When you offered it before we started and she was just like, she was just could not be 
like i don't know she needed a nap she needed a nap she's like a toddler sometimes and she just needs to be like i think you need a nap you're well time out yep just take just take the time out oh my god last thing i have a very embarrassing story Ooh. i'm only sharing because i just did the time out thing do you ever have times in your life where you're like your brain's just not working i believe the fifth <laughs> me too one time i was playing basketball so i played basketball for sure, I never really liked it. No offense, people like it. I can't watch it. I don't like to play it. Sean and I tried to play horse once. It's horrible. Ten out of, zero out of ten would not do it again. Anyway, I played it through like middle school, maybe played it for like four or five years. Let's say part of I don't even know, like elementary and middle school. Anyway, I was out on the court and my coach had said something like, "Call a timeout." Call, and I was like, "I don't know how to do that." And he was like, "He was." moving his hands around he's like just do a timeout and he just did this quick gesture and so i clapped my hand i like didn't know what he was trying to gesture and then he was like no and he like slowly and i was like trying to mimic i'm like watching but the game is happening right so i'm like <laughs> like all the symbols the y he's like katie no and i was like hey macarena anyway it took about like it felt like forever but i think it was like two or three of me being like what and I was like, oh, time out, a T. Because he was doing it sideways, job, too. <laughs> he was doing like the, the it was It was one of those, like, obviously stuck with me as a very idiotic Katie moment. But the timeout was called crisis. I had the ball, so it was okay. Nothing was really happening. But it was just a funny, like, 15 seconds of my life where I was like, I don't know what's happening. I don't know what to do. <laughs> I mean, that, that moment right there, you it's it's burned into your brain right mm -hmm. you remember it very closely yes. i wonder if there's similar events happen to other children mm -hmm. but this did not affect the rest of your life the way some children it could have affected their life like you've moved on you clearly remember it oh yeah yeah but what if there were people out there who who once they learned the timeout signal they went on to be professional referees or coaches right. i mean what if bill belichick has you know this has a very similar like, story my sleeves were in the way i just can't wear sleeves i have to cut them off <laughs> you know you Maybe. never know what changes the the path of your you life know. do any of you have some of those like life altering moments mm. send them in to otdmpod at gmail.com yeah. i wish we knew what hitler's was and then we could have uh caught him there yeah caught him at that that moment Snip. why is he such a bastard <laughs> what made this person such a, a bast a, a jerk you know not even just a jerk L little like, joey stalin you know right i don't know what's wrong with those people i know if you could just correct the well, behavior could, before they go off the rails you could say they're just sociopaths yeah or you know it's, it's like nature versus nurture and we don't really know. Don't know it's a combo of both usually i would assume there's just naturally born bad people. rotten people just I've, like run, I've run into a couple of odd people you're like that's a bad person well even i've had f like friends who aren't friends anymore obviously but where there's just this lack of empathy for other people mm -hmm. and it's not like narcissists are that way too where they just don't feel for other people they think about themselves and there's varying degrees of it right like one of my friends who i'm not friends with anymore might like interrupt something someone else is doing for a reason that's not really important in general but they it's because it's theirs because mm -hmm. they're a narcissist and they could do that and while me i'm like mortified and like i'm like, time out I don't all the signs um so there's that level and then there's like obviously you know 
Dahmer, Stalin, Hitler, whoever you want to. We had a terrible person as as a young adult uh, in our friend group. It was just a, Mm -hmm. a, I I wouldn't even call this person a friend, but they were in the group before I was. Uh And the person who gave me the willies, I did not like being around them at all. Mm -hmm. And it took me moving away to get away from but the person was so bad and no one wanted to get rid of the person because they're terrifying they were a little scared of this person Mm -hmm. you know and they'd always invite themselves along it was like yeah you know you're like oh my god not this person again yeah you know we don't want them but you didn't want to say hey uh don't invite so and so because you're you're worried about this person being that's scary yeah yeah Ooh. people that give you the willies do you guys have any stories of that send them into otm otdm pod at gmail.com we have i think like four more letters mm-hmm. um so we'll be caught up by next week so feel free to send in your updates and your things yeah thanks for listening share it with a friend listen with a friend do all the things with friends get out there meet people connect we don't lick, don't lick a toad no toad licking that's the lesson for today that's the lesson what other lessons were there katie mm. don't lick a toad Go and... poop regularly yes um this is how you say time out perfect so many lessons you learn a lot here. <laughs> That's what people one. say. I learn a lot at that podcast. That's it's what we it's why we check education on the, the type of podcast. <laughs> oh, for sure. Always. Okay, we love you guys. The winner for the education mm-hmm. podcast for 2023 is not OCDM. No. Damn it. A- any other podcast. <laughs> Have a good weekend. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.